1: Wherever podcasts are available.
2: Do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. PlayStation. Ba, 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 ba. Kiss me, Rose. <laughs> ba, ba, ba. No uh, one else did the rest of the song you left me alone Welcome to a special <laughs> episode of
0: uh, Podcast Beyond This is episode 442.5, yeah. I believe uh, Yeah, we're here, this is not our normal episode of the week uh, We have a normal episode, we're going to have a normal episode next week uh, But we wanted to talk because the embargo is up for uh, Uncharted 4 coverage Yeah, uh, Our review is currently live uh, by Lucy O'Brien, you should check that out right now uh, But the three of us have played quite a bit, Brian's already mm-hmm. finished it yep. uh, Andrew and I are probably a little over halfway. And so we're going to have an actual full spoiler cast uh, going up, you know, probably when the game hits, uh, you know, the weekend the game's out so that once you finish it, you can watch that. We're going to try to keep this relatively spoiler free. We're not going to go over giant plot points. We're not going to tell you who kisses or who dies. Or who yep. kisses a dead man, or who dies while kissing, or <laughs> who dies That's while true. kissing. Yep. Uh, but we just, you know, sort of as as uh, IGN's PlayStation guys, we wanted to, you know, talk about uh, our thoughts on
2: on what we've played so far. Yeah, I, I, I'd say like a good tone that we'll try to keep for this is like if you've con- if you've consumed all the media for this game already, you've watched the E3 presentations and the demos, and you've seen uh, gameplay footage from mm-hmm. PSX, all the other all the other things. We're going to talk about kind of like what it's like to play that kind totally. of stuff that yeah. you've seen. We won't really tell you how the game begins or really how it ends or anything like that, but. Um, Let's let's yeah let's get right into it. We'll be as spoiler free as possible. So uh, I I really enjoy. I, so, okay let's let's get let's go right off the bat. Yep. Let's get the let's really do good it. things right, up right up the y- off the bat. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a, a very declarative statement right off the mm-hmm. bat. This is far and away far and away not even close the best looking video game ever made. Yeah I don't even think that's up for debate. I was trying to think while playing this what. What before that mm-hmm. uh, I'd played recently, and I would say the ones that came closest were uh, Star Wars. Star Wars Battlefront mm-hmm. is absolutely absolutely gorgeous. Uh, the Order eighteen eighty six yep. phenomenal looking game. Um, both of those games have their own issues, of course. But if we're lo- if we're talking just graphics. Uh, and I'll also say, Rise of the Tomb Raider uh, yeah. is doing yeah. a lot of stuff that this, that this game's doing. I would say even even better. Uh, th- there is just nothing like yeah. walking across, walking through a jungle, or walking over a field, or scaling a, a structure and seeing a vista in the background. Yeah. Here, uh, there's nothing like that in any game I've ever. Played. And it's crazy because it's playable.
0: Yeah. It's not like this is a cutscene and then you go into the game and you're like, oh, that was a noticeable
1: hit. Like, yeah, and so the funny seamlessness you say between gameplay and cutscene is like nothing I've ever seen in my well, life. Well, yeah.
2: it's actually it, it's very evocative of the last time I've had an experience like this was playing uh, Uncharted 3, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you guys probably remember the moment where Drake wakes desert? up in the desert yeah. and he's standing there for a minute and you're like, The cutscene's going to start, and then you're like, no, I control this. And you pick up the controller and you start moving it. I had that happen two or three times Mm -hmm. during this game where I was watching something, something else happened, and I just kind of hung there for a moment being like,
1: oh, what are they waiting for? I won't say what it is, but literally the beginning of the game did that to me. Like the very first time you take control, I was like that. It was like... Oh okay. Oh, okay. Like yeah. it was like that weird yeah. like it took me that extra uh, 30 seconds. Some
2: some of the best character models I've ever seen in a game. Oh, just yeah. watching um like individual beads of sweat and wrinkles on on clothes and just like you'll you'll see like tufts of grass in the field as your character walks over it. I was watching a very particular moment where your character was leaving footprints mm-hmm. and my wa- wife walked in the room and was just like is that character leaving footprints yeah. yeah and I was like yeah you can actually see the indentations where that's happening yeah
0: there's uh, you know we've seen a lot of stuff we've seen so far sort of there's that jungle action set piece from PSX a yeah. year and a half ago and then there was the Madagascar stuff from E3 yeah. and yeah those are both stunning but there's like this this, this has such a cool globe trotting feel to it to yeah. where you'll go to the middle of the savanna and you'll be like holy crap look at this like look at the color palette here mm-hmm. you go to Scotland and it's you know, there's snow on the ground and, and you wander around this sort of mountainside field and you're just like nothing looks like this nothing yeah. has and that sort of photo realism totally that, it's, it's that color palette like you were talking about the order the order is gorgeous but it uses a fraction of the colors available to
2: you well yeah and it's also that's a really good point in in the globe trotting essence of of something like the order is very limited right mm-hmm. you're you're sort of set to a very specific environment and this game like like a good indiana jones movie is constantly writing in uh a way for your character, or a reason, a justification for your character to visit something completely beautiful and new. Mm -hmm.
1: And it feels like, to me, that's where the biggest Last of Us inspiration might have come from. Because I think, like, other Uncharted games have done plenty of this, but I think, uh, for me, everything feels so distinct. It's not just like, oh, like, this is this city, and this is a different city. Like, no, like, it's it's totally different environments, Mm -hmm. and each one has kind of their own identity. Like, it's very rare... I don't know, if you call out a specific chapter of, like, one of the previous Uncharted games, I don't feel like I would immediately recognize it. Whereas mm-hmm. here, like, I'm always going to know what people are talking about with Madagascar because it feels so different from, like, the area that before that. Before, yeah. yeah.
2: The Last of Us thing is interesting as well because I felt that um, they totally—Naughty Dog completely mastered the sort of—that that beauty that you find in a dilapidated structure. Yeah, totally. That has then been overrun by—in sort of like the—what um, was that Will Smith movie? Uh, I am legend I am legend yeah has this amazing just all these vistas of this this kind of this moment of being like that was a structure lived in by something and mm-hmm. now it's covered in moss and grass. uncharted four has a lot of stuff like that, but without that sort of like without that sort of the sadness that comes mm-hmm. with. Zombie apocalypse yeah. of being like life ended here. I mean, you have an idea that life existed at some point in this rundown village yeah. or this mountaintop area, uh, and that people have long since abandoned mm-hmm. it or died. Um, and you get that sort of that beauty of finding a tomb or a temple in the same way Indiana Jones does. where yeah. like there's a skeleton there, but there's also gold and treasure. Yeah, um, they do that
0: really, yeah. really well. and They also do these like tiny effects, like there'll be uh, you'll be walking through this old, you know, decrepit castle, and beams of light will of sunlight will be yeah. coming. In and you'll see like dust particles yep. floating in the air you're just like like how like what is this how is this possible yeah
1: there was a scene uh where marty and i were just playing a part where you pass by some marble like it's yep. like a, like a, a p- little you're marble a pillar. And you're yeah. a marble pillar and uh i had to stop like i was controlling i had to stop and like keep walking back and forth and just look at the reflections in the marble because yeah. i was like someone made this like yeah. this yeah. isn't like a real <laughs> this isn't a video with reflections like this is like A bunch of like mesh over a texture, and like how? Yeah. Well, you get a lot of like behind the scenes
2: developer stories of people being like, and at one point, In 2012, they let 10 of us go to Italy for a week and a half and take pictures of walls. And all those walls are in our game. And Naughty Dog's like, oh, that's cool. Like, we built Italy. (laughs) You know, like, you can walk around it. And I think what's really impressive is there's a lot of indoor environments in this game that are just decidedly human. And they feel very lived in. You'll be in, like, a living room or a kitchen or something like that. I'm not saying that, like, there's an entire level in this game where Nathan Drake has to, like, treasure (laughs) hunt in a kitchen. But there are in in traditional Uncharted fashion there are ways like you know you saw what was it Uncharted 3 began with that bar scene. Yeah. hmm, yeah. Right. Uh, And even had the young Nathan Drake moments which you you get you get hints of in in some areas here and walking around those environments and looking around at a bookshelf and seeing how some uh, one of the books is slightly ajar or looking at posters that are a little bit crooked on the wall like they feel very human and very lived in.
0: Yeah. Again without spoiling it like you walk around Nate's house at a a certain point and you're like oh this just feels like a right like a regular house yeah like the bathroom feels like a bathroom like the hallways feel like hallways and he's, so he's like, got that yep.
2: he's got that city player where he's only listening to the uncharted theme song <laughs> yeah the yeah and he's got that uh, and babuzula. his wife's like this but he's got that vavuzula <laughs> in the background okay i'm gonna oh, i'm really glad you mentioned <laughs> okay. that word so hard that. hard spo- this is the only thing we're to spoil this is not a spoiler at all <laughs> there are no vavuzulas in this yeah. game yeah a
1: moment what of silence the- for the
2: vuvuzela. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? How do you have a moment we've of silence making- for the vuvuzela? <laughs> <laughs>
1: moment of loudness for the vuvuzela. If the
2: was- had a th- uh, had a funeral, they would be the loudest things in the world.
0: <laughs> there's one thing- every episode
2: of Beyond for the past year. We're
0: I talking think they heard
2: stupid instruments. I think they heard purposely. Yep. I think I think th- I think the good people at Naughty Dog yeah. heard this show. They know we've run the vuvuzela joke <laughs> into the ground, and they won't let us have it anymore. It's very and now, so- when Nathan Drake dies, which happens quite a lot, <laughs> there is no more. there's, there's just noises and other people yell but it's yeah, <laughs> just
1: like Sam yelling like, oh dang <laughs> so it is like and that's what's interesting right that's actually an interesting segue somehow uh, because you talk about Nate dying you know like, like losing track of where you are um, most Uncharted games I feel like maybe even to a fault it's like where am I gonna go I'm gonna climb that red thing like you always know what you're doing it's like very clear looking at the environment in this game it looks so good That I almost got lost sometimes because there aren't things in the environment that stand out as where I'm very
2: obviously supposed to go next. I had a very distinct scene leading up to the Madagascar section you saw where two characters are in the jeep. And they're driving along, and mid conversation, I made the wrong turn and drove off. A cliff. <laughs> and you just see this like ragdoll car. They're just like, yeah, and that's why we got to get to the ah! <laughs> And, and that was, that's how I was laughing so hard. And I was that like, was a thief's end. <laughs> I was like, I didn't see that coming because it's just so pretty. Yeah, yeah. And there isn't, there isn't, like, there really isn't a lot of like video gamey to- yes. moments of like, this is the glowing block you need yeah, exactly. to get on. You know, yep. like. Um, A lot of people thought this game would be sort of more gritty and serious. And in some ways it is. But I think a lot of that where that tone really shines through is sort of just in the basic presentation of it in that you don't really feel like constantly things are. Uh, big glowing ladders Mm -hmm. or big glowing boxes and stuff like that. Um, A lot of the puzzles and even the set pieces and structure of of the level design feels a lot more grounded in reality and it's sort of less campy and over the top. Yeah. Which I think... Well, but it's both. Like, I would, say,
1: I would say the things that are the campy Indiana Jones puzzle feel bigger than they ever have. Sure. Maybe even in a bad way, because I do think that, like, every time it, like, introduces you, like, every puzzle has, like, nine parts to it, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you're like, oh, that was a really clever Indiana Jones-style puzzle. Then you do it, like, eight more times until you're complete with that puzzle, basically. Right. And I think that's almost a, it's, it's. Spectacle wise, really impressive, but it's almost a fault in terms of gameplay. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Before we dig into that, the one last thing I want to touch on in terms of stuff I think all of us unanimously love is the the acting, the, the performances, performances, and the yeah, writing. So um, yeah. Whether it's you know just the the individual interactions, and it's not just something like well, it's easy because you already have uh, Nate and Elena, and Nate and Sully. You know, you have four games worth of relationship yeah. that you're working on, but like Nate and Sam, right from the get go, mm-hmm. like you feel that bond between them, and totally. you've, like you legitimately understand Nate's motivation. For sort of that, you know, that whole uh, sort of tropey, like, all right, I'm coming out of the game for one last score. Right. Um, you totally, you you get that, and you understand it, and there's there's just amazing character moments and dialogue and subtle things. Yeah. That, like the way Nate and Elena speak is the way a couple talks. Mm-hmm. Like they have their own shorthand. They have their own jokes. Like it's not they're not talking to advance the plot although the plot is being advanced they're talking the way human beings talk that's yeah. a really
2: good way of putting it I didn't think really think about it like that yeah. I guess because um, the like it like a good camera in a game the best dialogue in the video game is when it's so good that it doesn't bother Mm -hmm. you. You Mm -hmm. know, it feels natural. It feels um, like there's a rapport that like when we do this show, it's not like, what do we say? What do we do? Mm -hmm. We're not rehearsed. We just come in to talk because we have that with each other. We've known each other for years. I think that that totally rings true. Uh, I was incredibly wary from the jump of the shoehorning the long lost brother thing in the fourth game yeah. that that sounds I mean that's like some comic book bullshit yeah basically. yeah you know or like something you'd get on like the third or fourth season of a tv show like his brother's here yeah yeah you know like hey Dexter
1: um, this is Dukester, it's
2: yeah. <laughs> Dukester. I mean they, didn't they literally write in Dexter's brother in one season Probably they Duke- did right. Do you remember his terrible brother who was also a murderer, but like who was he? Didn't have control of the dark path. He looked like John Mayer. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh
1: wow. That was yeah. That's like season one. Yeah. joke But yeah. they did that. Yeah. yeah I forgot about was that. Was season uh, one? Yeah. Oh, man. Sorry. Spoilers okay. for Dexter. Yeah. Spoilers, <laughs> spoilers for Dexter. We said we were going to spoil Uncharted. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to spoil a bunch of other things. Yeah. But no, I totally I, I agree. Like it, it is amazing how and also like part of that is because it's Troy Baker, right? Yeah. It's because like you have like. Like, the fact that you have, like, Laura Bailey, Nolan North, Troy Baker, like, you have, like, some of the best people in this industry acting the, the in this game. B- the
2: best in our industry, yeah. I would yeah. say. Yeah. You know? And, like,
1: I mean, like, they're all, like, instantly, like, even, like, the introduction of Nadine or, like, the way, like, Nadine and Sully will talk or any of those things. Like, it's so impressive how, like, it just works. Yeah. Like, I never feel like, oh, those two characters, like, weren't believable. There's no, like, like, if we talk about Daredevil a lot and how I hate Foggy. Like, yeah. the character Foggy and Daredevil always feels like he's acting. He mm-hmm. always feels like he's trying really hard and he feels out of place. Mm-hmm. There is no character like that, literally at all, in this game. Even like side characters, you only see in one scene. Like I just feel like across the board, the performances are so good, so believable, and like you said, so human.
2: Mm-hmm. That said, uh, one of the issues that comes with that is that the game is somewhere between the twelve and sixteen hour mark, yeah. depending on how much you put into it, uh, how fast you go, what setting you're playing, what difficulty setting you're playing on. If, if you're going to explore, yeah, I mean, yeah. even even just like some. Rudimentary exploration of the treasures, or running past them at all. You can actually even run past a lot of the combat scenarios. Well, in this
1: even game. just appreciating the world, like yeah. like you mentioned, like the house or like any environment. Like there, there were moments where like it, the game is so pretty, where I wanted to stop and you know take it. You all know
2: what's what's really fascinating. I don't know if you guys noticed this in the settings or uh, when you go to check out your stats. It tells you how long you've been playing and mm-hmm. how long you've been standing perfectly yeah, still. Yeah, which I love. Which I found like I was like wow, I've stood perfectly still for like an hour, and that wasn't to pause or to go pee or whatever. That was to basically just like move the camera around to gawk. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like I had two hours of gawking of yeah. just standing on a hill and being like, "Gawk, gawk." <laughs> uh, so I, I would say that even like the best written game in the world with the best characters in the world, at the fourteen to sixteen hour mark. Uh, starts to feel a little bit like well, there, maybe there could have been some stuff. That, it was like when I read about the four hour cut of Batman vs Superman. I'm like, okay, well, this isn't a great movie. Making a four hour version of it wouldn't save it. But I don't think anything should. I don't think anything story driven. And Mar- Marty and you and I were talking about this. Mm-hmm. No, almost nothing story driven in a video game should be 16 hours long because that's yeah. like that's like a, that's more than a season of some of the best TV shows I've yeah. ever seen. And especially
0: yep. especially something that doesn't have. Uh uh, you know some like Grand Theft Auto or Witcher and Metal Gear like there's so much open to your disposal to where right. like you the reason those games are long isn't necessarily because of the crit pat story yes. it's long because of the well I did two missions and now I want to go wander around I want to see what's and over you, there and I just want to play in yeah. the sandbox Yeah, like, so that,
1: that's what you miss by being kind of a, a faux open world versus like a game that is like more of a sandbox. Like right. you, you accept a side mission or you choose not to accept the yeah. story mission and you explore. Whereas in this game, it's really interesting because like it's a it's definitely more open than any Uncharted game, but you can't really leave the critical path. No, and ultimately
2: like, everything funnels you into where you're, wherever you need exactly. to go next. Yeah. I mean, and think, that's what's
1: it's weird. Think because of like,
2: like rivers and canyons, basically. Mm-hmm. That's the way this game is designed.
1: It's almost, and I don't know why. I don't know why I found it more disruptive than Last of Us, but it almost feels like more than ever the gameplay is in the way of me getting to the next story beat like i just i'm doing things almost as a chore because i'm like because the story is really good and i really like the game it's so pretty and i want to see the next place that i feel like i like just can't wait for this shootout to be over so i can see what's coming next sure and it's uh brian and i were talking this morning we we talked about uh you go to a restaurant and you you order your favorite meal and they're like okay do you want super salad and you're like salad and they're like okay do you want a caesar salad or a house salad and you're like A house salad and they're like okay do you want blue cheese dressing or italian dressing and you're like italian dressing they're like okay about that soup do you want mushroom (laughs) soup?" and it's like just let me eat the meal jesus and like that's what this starts to feel like after a certain point it's like you everything in it where like i'm like oh this mechanic's really smart or i like this weapon or i like this set piece then you do it four more times and i just got to the point where i'm like god i just i like yeah this is fun or this is interesting or this puzzle was smart but like i get it well that's the thing
2: i mean there's really only like Five or six fundamental things you're doing in every Uncharted game. And for people thinking that this would be the one that introduced a ton of new mechanics, it isn't really. No. I mean one of the new things they have is the rope, which is cool. And it introduces some sort of interesting scenarios and a lot of sort of like last-minute gasping-for-breath Rushing down a hill, shoot the rope into the air, grab it and swing across the yeah. canyon. When you link a bunch of those things in the, in, yeah, a, in a row, looks, it's and, awesome. Yeah, and it there's someone you. sitting next to you watching you yeah. play. <laughs> it is it's unparalleled. Yeah, yep. you're just like yeah, I did that. Uh, and there's some scenarios where it comes into play where you're. It's actually not as interesting as it is kind of goofy. Where you'll be swinging on a rope and shooting a bunch of guys. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was thinking about it from their perspective, being like, "What the? <laughs> <laughs> Who is that like, man? Like- <laughs> Why is the guy in a rope shooting me?" <laughs> yeah. uh, so you have. I mean, there's there's combat, which is basically like. Either stealth melee, which is not very, not very, uh, not very useful if you're playing on yeah. one of the harder difficulties, and then shooting. Obviously, you can stealth and stealth kill your way through many of the environments. And in like fact- there
0: are interesting stealth aspects. Like there's high grass you can hide in, right. uh, mm-hmm. and also there's an interesting. Uh, you, pretty much every mission you're you're fighting alongside. You have someone alongside you, whether yeah. it's Sully or whether it's Sam. Yeah. Uh, and the com- AI companions will adapt to your playstyle. style. Yeah. So if you're like, nope, guns plays, and they're like, all right, we're going to pull out guns too. Whereas if you say stealthy, it'll be like, all right, as long as you want to be stealthy, we'll be stealthy too, which is interesting, I
2: think. Yeah, and I also noticed since there's a lot of stuff in The Last of Us, um, I noticed that there weren't many of those moments where like Joel is hiding and Ellie runs across the yeah. room. I'm like, oh, hi, <laughs> everyone! Yeah. Uh, you don't get a lot of that. So... Um, but back to what we were saying about pacing. I mean, if you're if you're doing if there's combat scenarios, and then there's the climbing on the walls and jumping off the walls while they while they collapse, um, and then there's uh, running from something that's either coming towards you or you're running away from the camera or chase sequences. Um, those are really some of the most fundamental things that you're doing throughout the game, and that's fine. But by the 16-hour mark, you've pretty much done a lot of them multiple times. Mm -hmm. They've introduced the rolling box crate puzzles from The Last of Us, which I'm very surprised made it into this game, let alone made it into this game probably almost dozens of
1: times. And it does that that – problem that uh, like Bioshock Infinite had and like Zelda Skyward Sword had and a lot of games have where it's you get to where you're going and they're like oh you can't get in this way got to go around so it's yeah. like you yeah. spend so long getting to that door and then you get to that door and then you find to find alternate path around and it's like yeah like story-wise once or twice that's fine but right. like, when that's basically every gate in the entire game that I, you're trying to get through I was
2: really fascinated it's like I would love to see the script of this game to just to see if only how many times you can pull, pull out a highlighter and write in those redundancies right there. Because there are so many times where it's like doors locked. Let's find another way around. And the characters are actually almost joking about it towards yeah. the end of the game or even halfway through the game. There are a lot of moments of just like, well, it's nothing we haven't done 100 times before or, well, we got to do that because, you know, have yeah. you noticed? The, how- yeah. And
0: the same thing happened to The Last of Us with those yeah. with those uh, pallet puzzles yeah. where Ellie didn't know how to swim. And you'll get to a part where we'll be like, another palette," And she's like, I should learn how to swim. I'm like, yep. yeah. Like, <laughs> when the characters in the game are acknowledging a problem that everyone's having yeah. with the game, like that's a problem. So, And
2: it's weird to complain about a game that's that's this gorgeous and, you know, mostly this fun. That's 16 hours long because it seems like we're complaining that we got too much. Of something. Yeah. But I would, I would argue that um, the fact that this game is probably longer than two and three combined is actually a detriment because yeah. for a game to be such uh, – Un- Uncharted is far and away the most sort of Hollywood cinematic Michael Bay, Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. and I mean that in all the best tendencies possible yeah. – uh, Of video games, right? And that means it's something that you want to be able to... The reason I love Indiana Jones is I can put on my favorite Indiana Jones movies and watch them over and over and over Mm -hmm. again. And I have a harder time doing that with a 16-hour long game. Um, When I beat The Last of Us, I had very little reason to go back. Part of it because it was such a dark, harrowing experience and because I made my decisions and and kind of want to leave it at that. But... Uncharted games I can I find myself replaying multiple times. I've beaten 2 and 3 a bunch of times. 1 less so, of course. But Uncharted 2 I have probably beaten that game 4 or 5 times mm-hmm. straight through. And and Uncharted 3 two or three times. I played the Vita 1 straight through twice just cuz it's a fun it's a fun experience. I'll be less inclined to do that do that for a mm-hmm. game that's 16 hours long. Yeah. Because to me having a cinematic experience that's also 16 hours long is no longer a cinematic experience anymore. Yeah. That's actually daunting and overwhelming and damn near exhausting. Yeah. Me, I found myself calling out the tedium in this game a lot more than i thought i would have and you uh, goldfarb we're talking a lot about how you felt most scenes almost dragged on too long most moments seemed 25 to 75 percent too long i mean i think a lot of like it's it's terrifying it's it's one thing to go in and cut scenes from a movie it's another thing to go in and cut scenes from a video game and it's another thing to watch something in a movie that's sort of short and tedious uh, like like the scene in jurassic park when Dennis Nedry hook, hooks up the wench. Uh, winch, winch, not the winch. <laughs> <laughs> he hooks up the wench? He would. No, he hooks up a winch to a tree and pulls it down, and the Dilophosaurus comes out, spits in his face, kills him, and the Barbasol thing with the DNA yeah. rolls down the hill. Spoilers. Um, when you do, there's multiple winch scenes in this game. Yeah. Uh, No wench scenes, but they're they're very evocative of like Arkham Knight, which are some of the worst moments in that game. Yeah. And you do them a lot in this game. And in a movie, it takes three seconds. In a game, it takes 10 minutes. And
1: that's what I don't get. Like we were talking about. I mean, like the natural comparison is Tomb Raider. Right. And, And I was saying this morning, like for me with Tomb Raider, when I'm playing that game, I'm having fun. I feel like mechanically that game is very smart. But I don't care. Like, I don't care about anyone in that game other yeah. than Laura. can't name any character
0: other than Laura. Yeah. And
1: whereas in this game, like, I love every character. Like, I, I feel like I've been through so much of these characters, and I care so much about the story, and I want to get there. And because of that, it almost makes me less inclined to want to spend ten minutes hooking up the winch or whatever. And, like, there are awesome things that come from that. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Like, there's really cool I mean, set pieces associated with that. But it just feels like there's so much tedium in between them. So you, the, yeah. the,
0: the biggest, I think... Uh, the best puzzle scenarios in games, the best uh, cutscenes in games, the best uh, combat scenarios in games are the ones where they wrap up and you're like, man, I want more of that. I'm, yes. a little, I'm, I'm hungry for more of that. And that's good. Like yeah. when you finish a puzzle in Portal and you're like, that was awesome. Man, or, I wanted more of that. Something or, like
2: Resident Evil 4 was really good at that, yeah. right? Like they were like, here's this over the, over, third person action adventure game where you're shooting and, the, you know, um, it's, it feels kind of arcadey. But then you get to a puzzle that was just – yeah. Just dumb enough to be able to pass easily, but just smart enough to make you feel accomplished. And they never really overstate their welcome. Mm -hmm. Whereas with
0: this, I feel like almost every facet, every shootout, every uh, climbing platforming puzzle, every actual like solve this tomb puzzle, all of them, you get to a point where you're like, all right, I understand everything you're telling me right now. And I just want this
1: to be over. And then five minutes later, it is. And you're like. It doesn't have that that thing with like the witness where it's like you're learning a language. Like it's like you you actually made that metaphor yeah. for me. It's like when you're when you're playing The Witness it's like okay, you learn nouns and verbs and then you learn like about like subject and predicate and then you learn about how to conjugate verbs and how to like and by the end of that game you you're you've combined all these mechanics together and you are solving these crazy complicated puzzles based on what you've learned. And I feel like this obviously isn't a puzzle game, but like in Uncharted there's no sense of momentum or building. It teaches no. you everything in the tutorial. Exactly. Yes. Literally yeah, everything it, in the which tutorial.
2: Which is also everything they taught you in the tutorial of the first Uncharted game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing the about this The rope is game, the only true new mechanic. Well, there's the rope and there's that uh, stabbing hook thing that um, you stab into the gritty looking walls. Actually, like to be straight up, the two newest mechanics in this game are uh, not directly lifted, but absolutely in the new Tomb Raider game Mm -hmm. and the difference between those and we've talked about this on the show before is that Lara Croft has a bow and arrow And she has this rope that you can upgrade. And she's got this hook that you can upgrade and hook shot, and all these other weapons. And she's got this arsenal that by hunting and poaching and trapping, she can create things and build things and build up this weaponry. And my
0: Lara is different than your Lara because I put all my stats into combat stuff and you want exploration stuff.
2: Yeah, Yeah. or I wanted to upgrade my shotgun rather than my stealth Mm -hmm. or this, this, and this. Nathan Drake doesn't have that. And I don't know if that's necessarily something he needs. Um, But he has no connection to his weapons. He has no connection to his items. Which is weird because Joel did. Like, The Last of Us did,
1: like, you slowly upgrade stuff. Which which I don't understand, right? That was a
2: very weird thing. Like, The Last of Us had those kind of minor RPG elements. And even, like, one thing I liked about The Last of Us is it's it's got a ton of stealth sequences. But it's also got those moments where you can be like, I'm going to pick up this brick. And I'm going to throw it over there to alert somebody to get him moving over there. Mm -hmm. Uncharted 4 has... Just as many stealth sequences, if that's how you choose to play it, but none of those options. So you can never really be like, I'm going to get that guy's attention. You like, I, I would throw a grenade every now and then, so a bunch of people would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but that's different than a brick, because a brick, someone goes, huh? But if eight guys are on a job, and a thing blows up, they're like, okay,
1: you got all of our attention now. I mean, it feels... It, look, like I a lot of these things for me are nitpicks. Like I am really, really enjoying the game so far, yeah. and I do... I. I find myself thinking about the story today, like, because we played eight hours yesterday, and it's like we're at, I'm in chapter 12 right now, um, yep. and I, I believe they are 22. 20, 21 and an epilogue. So mm-hmm. I'm, you know, a little more than halfway through the game, and like, I'm excited to play more. I really oh, yeah, am. Absolutely. And it's like, none of these things make me not recommend the game or anything. I still really no. like it, and I love Uncharted, and I love these characters. I just, I don't know, I think. It's just been a while, I guess, is ultimately what it comes down to. And I've played, like, because since Uncharted 3, I've played The Last of Us and I've played two Tomb Raider games. I think that has just colored what I expect from games like this. Well, that
2: and the fact that Naughty Dog released the Uncharted collection just a few months ago. And I think that uh, that was a good primer for people who had never played those games before. And I think it was a good refresh for people who have. But it was also a lot of Uncharted to play in a row to the point where... Playing Uncharted 4 a few months later, I was expecting a lot more new out of it, mm-hmm. and I think, like we said, the performances are, are incredible, they're yeah. unmatched, and the the visuals are unmatched. Sure. Um, but the gameplay is very very straightforward, and I would I won't say standard, but it's it's Uncharted, mm-hmm. and I actually started to feel a little bit of franchise fatigue about halfway through this game because I kept waiting for that new thing to be implemented, and some of the things that, that I think we were we were sort of like. Not, I won't say duped, but we kind of hyped ourselves into thinking it would be bigger things than they actually were, were the dialogue trees, yep. which really only pop up less less than a handful of times yeah. in this game and from what i've talked to to people in the office and when, what i've experienced myself largely impact nothing significant sure. making different choices there do not change the endings of yeah the stories you yeah can, no one's going to live or yeah. die based on a dialogue and just. the other things were the large open world environments which there are uh, very few of mm-hmm. if if not almost none and even within those things they are, they're not nearly as sandboxy as you would expect them to be like Tomb Raider does open up into these huge open-world environments where you can decide, I'm not going to go on to the next course of the meal. Because there's ten things to do here. Yeah. That's not the case here. You can find some hidden treasures if you go looking, but those are all completely optional. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything else is sort of just like – This is happening, but I'm going to eventually funnel from this canyon back into this river. I I mean, I
1: I, will say those Tomb Raider environments suffer from what we are talking about at the beginning of this, though, which is like I can't name any of those environments to you. Of course They don't feel distinct because they're so big and because you spend so much time like, all right, i got to find these five bear paws to There's
2: also also too much to do in this. Yes, I would say there's—I remember Miranda Sanchez, who works here, uh, Yay Anime Club, was uh, (laughs) doing the guide for Tomb Raider, and she— Went from being like I love this game; it's my favorite game of the year, to being to throwing the controller down out of frustration and like audibly sighing and storming out yeah. of the room. And I'm like, "What's wrong?" And she's like, "I'm so sick of these collectibles." Yeah. Yeah. So I think there is a fine line between the two. Um, although, in terms of like, I don't, I don't think this is a spoiler, but in terms of set pieces, the I would say the the one of the biggest ones in the game seen was revealed to you in its entirety at E3, mm-hmm. and uh, the E3 demo that we saw. Was that Jeep sequence that ends with Nathan Drake swinging into that pole and the yeah. screen going black? Uh, there was also Behind Closed Doors. Which eventually got released. Which eventually so got that's, released. That's on the internet. So that's all out there. Yeah, where if, where you, were in a, if you were in a media blackout on all that stuff, I mean. Then I don't know why you're listening to this right now. But uh, <laughs> thank you either way. But um, that's really one of the biggest, like, sort of like Uncharted 2 yeah. train plane sequ- or Uncharted 3 plane sequences. Those things that are just like totally over the top, yeah. totally Indiana Jones, totally, you know, Michael Bay. But you only Bad got like boys. four of those. Yeah, there's really only a handful of those yeah. in the game, and the biggest one you've seen already. So, I mean, kind of measure expectations with that. That being said, it's more about. The environments and the beauty of them, the diversity in in locales, mm-hmm. scaling them and watching them collapse, as they always do. Because that's Nathan Drake loves jumping on stuff and breaking it. breaking it. it. And yep. go, oh, yep. man. Oh, I got to go <laughs> around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there are,
0: like, you know, we're going to have a full spoiler cast where we, we you know, everyone who's finished the game, we're going to talk about things in depth. Like, there are so many moments, like, there's a handful of amazing, surprising things I that I want to talk about, so about that bad. we yeah. can't. Yeah. Yep. Uh, just <clears> things <throat> I wholly did not expect that I'm like, oh, that is one of the cutest things I've yeah, ever and I seen. I mean, ever. I don't
2: think any of the three of us even have dug in that deep to the point where I'm sure there's Easter eggs in this game oh, that totally. we that we completely yeah, yeah. missed. I, I'm sure there's last of us stuff. I mean, if you think about it, was it uncharted three had the newspaper clippings yep, about, the, about the, 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 the cauliflower the head guys. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe naughty dogs next game is being teased in this game. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm hoping there's references to other stuff they've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. who knows? I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff in here. There's a lot to unpack. It's a huge game. Uh, all all in all like i i do recommend this game i think i think it's something every playstation gamer needs to experience i don't know if it's something that's going to stick with me if i was to rank the uncharted's i still think two is on top um it's going to take me some time to figure out if i like this one more than three i think i do uh that being said two is still far and away the winner here
1: i'm excited to finish it i think for me uh Largely because of story stuff and not mechanical stuff, three is probably edges out two for me. Just just because I like the story so much, I think mechanically, like I don't, I don't need to fight off any spiders or whatever any, ever again. But uh, I, I think like I, I, really like the story of three, and so for me, it'll depend on how this ends. Like I'm, I'm hoping to play a lot more tonight and maybe finish it tomorrow.
2: Yeah, and I'm, I'm actually. <sighs> Was it, was it Marty, was it you I was talking about this morning? I, th- I was talking about it with Jose Otero about how, like, we're going to see the first initial wave of reviews. And they're going to be incredibly strong and positive. And there'll be some, you know, some people that come in under the uh, under the, the. I mean, the that average. being said, I think this is, not knowing, you know, having this, recorded this before the
0: internet, I think this is going to score lower than three and two did. Really? Yeah. I think, yeah, I th- th- I th- I think it'll score lower than two. Um, three was a weird thing. I know thing it scored because- lower than three and two on IGN.
2: And that's the one review I know. Well, that's because Greg Miller gave 3 a (laughs) 10. No, and you know what? I was with him, and I think a lot of people were. Um, And you're still with him, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I really. Like, Uncharted 3 is one of those games where, like, a 10 in IGN does not mean perfect. And, like, that doesn't mean. Because nothing is perfect. Yeah. So, like, yeah, Uncharted 3 has flaws, I'll happily point out. But, like, honestly, like, I walked away from that game. Like,. That's what's so weird, right? Like, I walked away from that game being like, games will never look better than this. And, yeah. like, Uncharted 4 looks way better than this. Well, like- there's
2: also... And I, I, I implore people to do this with all media now, which is almost nearly impossible with the reactionary culture that we live in. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you're experiencing something and when you finish something, give it a minute. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Let it sit in a little bit. Like, for me, the more I've thought about Uncharted 4, the more I've enjoyed a lot of it, and the more I've uh, disliked things that I, even in the moment, was okay with... Pull back a little bit and think about things, you know? Like, I think Uncharted 3 was one of those games where I finished it and I was like, this is phenomenal. And as time passed, uh, some of the flaws started showing themselves mm-hmm. a little more. But then I do really miss a lot of the sort of over-the-top set pieces in that game. There's even, like, the Spider stuff's ridiculous. Like,
1: uh, Yeah. I mean, it, it's hard, like, weirdly getting introspective and Inside Baseball a little bit. Like, it's hard to play a game the way it should be played for us right because it's like i have this copy of this game for like three days and someone else is going to need it and it's that thing where like if i get frustrated by a puzzle i have to finish it because i have to keep going we had
0: to record this on monday yeah so it was like well andrew and i had to play seven eight hours straight yesterday which is not like some people are gonna play the game that way but you know if i was playing normally i'd play for three four hours and
2: i I go outside (laughs) i played the game in two seven hour sittings yep um over the course of of a weekend, basically,
1: mm-hmm. and I guess that's what I'm saying. Like I, that does color how I experience a game like this. Because when I'm like, oh man, the puzzles go on forever. It's like, well, no. When you can walk away from them and break it up between two sittings, maybe, maybe they thought not right that bad. I that was on hour six. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So it's like I, I do want to caveat it with that. Like I don't know. I think. What I feel like I would tell people about this game is like if you loved Uncharted two and three, I really don't think you're going to be super disappointed about this yeah. game. If you, you hated not. Uncharted two and three, I don't think it's going to turn you around. Yeah,
2: yeah I, it's it's actually like fascinating because we we reported about a lot of the struggles and 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 problems leading up and during development of this game, oh, studio yeah. departures and um, uh, rewrites and and just you sort cast of cast changes, staff yeah, changes, all, yeah. Staff, yeah, cast changes, staff changes, the sort of narrative diagonals and stuff like that that happened and. By and large, I'm kind of wondering why, because I think what we got at the end was, wasn't was really something that was so completely different from the franchise. Mm-hmm. It, I won't say it's by the numbers, but it is a, it is an Uncharted game. I don't really feel like – like I'm, I'm trying to sit there and, and try to justify – were two people being like, we want to make this game. And, and Amy Hennig was like, we want to make this game. And they fought in the middle. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, we got uh, the fourth Uncharted game. The fifth Uncharted game, yeah. really. Um, the sixth, if you count the car game. No uh, one counts that. No. The seventh, if you count Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't count that. Uh, or all the Game Loft knockoffs that yeah. came out to iOS. like Unchort- Unfounded. Unshorted. <laughs> Starring Donnie uh, Drake. Who do you think? Do you think Alan Tiddick played Raph or Rafe? Do you know who oh guys, who yeah, was? yeah, yeah! I think so. You know that character was like
0: a little bit funnier? Was him.
2: Ooh, that's probably. that's a really good point. Who, and he's an interesting character. He almost feels like a he's like a a tech dude, a tech bro version of Seth Green. Um, that <laughs> yeah, so no, Andrew Golfer, Abercrombie. <laughs> so if you dislike all the things I'm describing, then yeah, he he's makes a, a great <laughs> villain. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm excited to uh,
0: you know hear more stories about what this yeah. game could have been. Hear more theories. Uh, uh, go more in depth. We're gonna have a full spoiler cast um, mm-hmm. after the game comes out. Uh, but yeah, check out Lucy's review, her written review, her uh, video review. Check out once the game comes out. I guess on Tuesday, depending on how time works. Yeah. Check out our wiki. Uh, we've been Miranda and John have been yeah, slaving away at
2: it. They're so, finding every treasure. They're ca- so that you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're capturing capturing a lot of stuff on uh, crushing, which is like Jesus. incredibly hard. Because because, it, again, no spoilers, but there's a thing you can do in the game where you can tag enemies for stealth, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Um, oh, yeah, so you know where everyone is. So you right know where now. they are. Uh, that doesn't work on crushing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. A lot of the uh, – you basically don't really have a lot of combat options on, on crushing because you're you're best off stealthing through everything because just firing off a single gun means you have 100 rugged-ass dudes trying to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and I would
0: imagine ammo is very hard to come by. Yes. Yeah. 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 Also, uh, pro tip, if you can't find a brick, throw a grenade.
2: Yeah, throw there's a wake him up. Flags. I think what Goldfarb said was really interesting about marathoning through the game. Um, I kind of implore you guys to play this game like you would, like, kind of like you'd watch a TV show you really care about. And I don't mean like Daredevil where you're like, I got to marathon through this thing by Sunday. Yeah, so I,
1: watch it like a weekly show, not a yeah, Netflix show. <laughs> yeah, play
2: it, play it for an hour or so a night because I think when you get – when you play too much in one chunk – um some of the flaws start popping up, and you really start getting fatigued by the repetition and redundancy. Well, right now,
1: we're that thing that used to pop up in the weeds. It's like, why not take a break? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's just, it's the reason why Game of Thrones feels
0: different than other than than uh, a Netflix show is because every week, everyone comes in on Monday, and we're reflecting on a single episode, right. as opposed to we coming in on a Monday and we're like, oh, well, that was twelve hours of stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's the ninjas that Daredevil fought, and the Punisher was kind of <laughs> cool, I think. But what? you know, that
2: being said, had this game been eight to ten hours like the other Uncharted games were, I, would, this wouldn't be even a conversation. I would say marathon through it and and walk away happy, which is what I used to do yeah. with the other games. So, mm-hmm. um, Yeah, I don't know. This is this is a really interesting one. Yeah. yeah you know, I'm I, excited to
0: see what other people think of it. What, yeah, me too. What, what people think about it, like you said, a month later, at the end of the year, when Game of the Year stuff comes along, because it's going to be obviously nominated for a ton of stuff. Yeah,
2: at the, at the very least, there's. I don't think there's going to be a single – There's not going to be a single person who owns a PS4 who's playing this game who isn't constantly hitting that share button to capture. I I mean, I ended up with a folder of just beautiful pornography, pornography, (laughs) just visual uncharted pornography, just like trees and grass. Like there were times where I was just like, look at that rock. (laughs) I'm oh, wild by the
1: simplest, stupidest stuff. Also, yeah.
0: playing through it. I don't, do I, does anyone need a PlayStation Neo this fall?
2: <laughs> I was saying yeah. this is Uncharted 4 is the strongest argument against a PlayStation 4.5. Save it for the full show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: uh, thank you so much for watching or yeah. listening. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Brian is at Agent Bizzle. Uh, Andrew is at Garfep. I'm at McBiggity. Um, if you like the podcast, if you're listening on iTunes, uh, rate us write a review um, you can find us on YouTube we have a new YouTube a beyond branded YouTube channel it's YouTube.com slash IGN Beyond uh, that's where we're going to put up full episodes we're going to put up clips we're going to do let's plays with a couple of us just playing through maybe some of those old essential 50 games remember that yeah, yeah. stop doing that we'll bring that back yeah I'll see yeah. that again uh, we'll
1: have uh, Brian's have... acapella version of the Uncharted song yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's going to be amazing the uh, full
2: version <laughs> it's 13 minutes long <laughs> we're going to get a lot of YouTube strikes yeah. on it yeah, it's produced it's by, by uh, Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL <laughs> wow yeah I got big oh, names DJTS. Tiesto doing a remix. I don't I think anyone calls him DJ Tiesto. They're really do they not? Tiesto. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, also download our uh, PlayStation 4 app. That's the best way to watch videos on it. Why IGN. does nobody call him that? Isn't I that know. what he does? That's his name. Uh, yeah, Daniel James Tiesto. They just they just say Tiesto. Well, cuz the DJ his first name is actually DJ, which is like, shut up. Yeah. DJ DJ Tiesto. Really? D- d- no, I don't I doubt Tiesto's his last that's name. That's like either. if
2: my first name was podcast host.
0: <laughs> what? anyway it would also be weird because podcast <laughs> didn't exist back then thank you uh we're sorry uh yeah stick around next week we'll be back with uh, a full new episode of uh beyond mm-hmm. plus uh, a full spoiler cast where we talk about all, yeah. all who's kissing who's not kissing and
1: why and who kisses twice and who dies twice wow no no one died i don't think you can die twice. you only live twice. you only live once <laughs> that's true that's the theme of podcast
2: Beyond. that the tagline under Uncharted Four. You know what we should have done is just like Uncharted. This uh, should have ended a long time ago. <laughs> Beyond. 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 Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women, Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it.